a week to go till Christmas. Such a different Christmas to the one Babs had thought she would have. She pulled her shawl around her, and despite her bulk, quickened her steps. She was on a mission. They needed some holly branches with lots of berries on to decorate the house with. Getting as far as the barn, she stopped and rubbed the ache in her side. Her body seemed full of aches and pains that had come with being pregnant. The child in her womb kicked as if in protest at Babs standing still. Eh, lad, be for once. Patting her stomach, she smiled, but the smile didn't reach her inner self. Well, your da said you were a lad, she told the bulk, as she rubbed the place where her baby's foot seemed stuck, causing her discomfort. Somehow, though, physical pain was a relief to her, as it bled some of the pain from her soul. Oh, Rupert, I miss you so much. Putting her hand out to steady herself, Babs reeled at the memory of the awful day when she and Rupert, her doctor husband, were working on the ambulance train in France and came under an attack. A direct hit destroyed many carriages. None of the brave, wounded and dying soldiers on board made it, and neither did many of her colleagues, including her lovely friend Kath. But worst of all was finding that her darling Rupert had been killed. Theirs had been an unlikely love. She, a lost soul, had been brought up with her twin sister Beth by the gypsy couple Jasmine and Roman, who'd stolen them from their lovely ma. And Rupert was a man of high birth, the son of an earl. But then war was a great leveller, and love could conquer any social divide. Not that it had conquered Rupert's parents, as they'd disowned him once they'd heard about his marriage to her. The sound of the door to the farmhouse opening cut into Babs's thoughts. She looked up to see Eliza, her half-sister, the second child Ma had had during the time she and Beth were missing, coming out of the house. Eliza waved, a tentative wave that made Babs realise how unsure Eliza was of her. Ma had told Eliza from birth about the twin sisters she had and what had happened to them, and had brought her up to love them even though she didn't know if she would ever get to meet them. Now, suddenly, they were here. And yet, the happiness Eliza thought they would bring hadn't arrived with them. Poor girl didn't know how to be when around them. E Eliza, lass, you look bonny in that coat. It's a lovely red and suits you. Have you come to give me a hand? Babs quickly wiped her eyes where tears had brimmed as Eliza came up to her, her stride surer now. Aye, Ma said I was to help you as I know where the best places are to find the holly. Similar to her and Beth, in that she had the same curly, raven-coloured hair and dark eyes, Eliza's face was more the rounded shape of her da, Tommy, who Ma had married and found happiness with. Well, I'll be glad to have you along. And you can keep me going by telling me tales about Ma Perkins. <laughs> you always cheer me up. Eliza's smile widened. A born teller of funny tales that made you laugh. She was almost fifteen years old and training to be a baker, though Babs thought when she tasted the cakes Eliza baked that they didn't tell of anyone who needed training. They were the best she'd ever eaten. 
Babs felt her mood lighten as they crossed the bottom field of the farm that Ma and Tommy owned, and she listened to Eliza telling of how Ma Perkins wiped the tops of the ice buns. Eee, never buy one of them. You know how they show the dust in the icing if you leave them out? Well, Ma Perkins had some on a stand and they'd been there all morning. I were in the back getting a batch of tarts out of the oven when I heard her say, Eee, look at them buns. I went in to see what was making her cross and caught her licking her finger and wiping the tops of them. Ugh, I know, Babs. I were that angry I stamped my foot and gave her what for. Babs was astonished at this and let out a giggle. From what she'd already been told about Ma Perkins, she thought her a tyrant that he would never challenge. I told her that were a filthy thing to do, and she should throw them away as she'd tainted them. But then I realised what I'd done and trembled with fear. But, do you know, she promptly put them in the bin and said, There, does that suit you, Miss Prim and Proper? Well, see if this does. Get mixing and make some more. And here I were about to come home and all. Eh, she's the one, that one.'